things girlfriends share. Welcome to Girlfriend It, hosted by women for women on a variety of topics most relevant to our daily lives. Weekly, we have incredible, inspiring, and influential guests as we explore everything from why ambitious women don't quite reach their full potential to how we deal with the dailiness of life. Together, we will hear compelling stories of other individuals in hopes of one thing. How do we get to know ourselves? All right. Welcome to Girlfriend oh, It. This, this is, is going Lynn. down with the bloopers. This is it. one for the bloopers. <laughs> this is Patty Lynn White with the girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> we are here today and we're having... Really, we're having a little bit too much fun. It's December. We're talking about Christmas. And we want to go into some of the, the things we celebrate during Christmas, the traditions uh, that we we are dealing with. And right now with 2020, uh, how do we fight through this? How do we make this happen where it can be the most delicious, delectable, delightful Christmas that we could ever um, right down in in our journal. So with that, let's talk about first just some of the traditions that you guys have at Christmas time. Oh, well, um, I'll start real quick. We always do tamales Christmas Eve. That's been something we've instilled. Um, and I, I love it being kind of open to whoever needs a place to stop by and, you know, get some love. You know, we used to do... Christmas Eve service kind of early and then come back and whoever wants to join us is always welcome to join us and just make it really light. And, and of course, then if, before we go to bed, it's been in our tradition to open up the pajamas, right? <laughs> Does everyone do pajama matching pajamas? We do. So the boys would always get a box, a, a Christmas present to open up and, you know, it was always pajamas, but yeah. If we didn't do that, then they'd be sad, but they tease us for doing it too. So, you know, you just can't win. <laughs> right. It's funny with the pajamas because that's kind of what we got as our real gift growing up. Like that was your toy and your, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I know a lot of my friends do the PJs for Christmas and, and I don't. And I wonder if that's why that it's like, I, I don't know, like you want to give your kids more than the pajamas, even though I know that's most people do, they give them the pajamas and plus 5,000 other things. But it's funny because I've never done the, the PJ tradition, but no. we do the, the white elephant gift. So I have another group of college friends that want to, and that, that's what's so significant here. It only takes one person to have an impact on literally the, the rest of the years that you can um, create with these traditions because she had everybody over at Christmas time and she would do a roast beef and mashed potatoes. I mean, just go all out. And now it turns into soup and bread. <laughs> but it just, all of us get together and we do the white elephant gifts. And even then it was true white elephant gifts, like, you know, a hamper that you're done with and you, you know, hopefully your, your junk is somebody else's treasure. And right. even that has morphed into, okay, let's put a $15 limit and let's like buy an actual gift because we were basically just trading junk and yeah. then it would fill up 
whoever had their trash, you know, outside, it would just fill up that person's trash bin by the time they left. Uh, but I, I love the white elephant. I think a lot of people do do that, where even if you give it a $15 limit and you have to buy it at Goodwill or something fun and kind of crazy. Um, another one that we do, and this is a great game. Have you seen the cellophane ball where you start out with, uh, like I put a $25 gift certificate in the middle and you start wrapping it with cellophane and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and you put candy and maybe a few dollar bills and maybe a few little $5 Starbucks cards. And so anyway, this ball is just gigantic. Then it turns into like bigger than a basketball and you're you're sitting in a big circle and at my house there's like 30 plus people and you roll the dice and if it lands on doubles you get to start unwrapping the cellophane and whatever comes out of the cellophane is your gift to keep and then the next person's rolling dice trying to get doubles trying to get doubles it's hysterical because oh, nobody can just keep getting stuff and you're like go go roll the dice roll the dice and people are screaming at each other and everybody wants to get those those gift cards so, so if you get doubles do you get to keep rolling like so you open and if you can you keep rolling for doubles again no, because as soon as you get doubles, you grab the ball and now you're unrolling. So then the person next to you has the dice and they start rolling for doubles so they can grab the ball. You get to keep unwrapping while everybody else is finding doubles? Yes. Patty, that is so you get. A, you get. What the best thing ever. Yeah. So you can get a few gifts and you keep unrolling the cellophane ball until someone gets doubles. So if you could have a couple gifts fall out of that. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, oh. you can get a couple of gifts. And then the person at the end, it's so funny because you finally get it and you think you're getting that big gift in the end, but someone all of a sudden grabs doubles and they just yank it from you. And then they get the gift. I'm right. praying right now that no one in my family is watching this because I'm going to bust this out for Christmas this year and I'm going to be Cool Aunt Debbie one more time. Well, I want to <laughs> tell you, Cool Aunt Debbie, that if you go to Costco, you get that saran wrap. That's like the huge big box. Yeah. And I've had that thing for three Christmases and I still have not used up all of the cellophane wrap. <laughs> and then I, and then I went out, listen to us. We're like, our whole show is on this game. <laughs> so I bought a hamster wheel. And I put the gift card and some bells in the hamster wheel. So every time they're pulling it, that gift card is twirling in this big So the cellophane was like big, huge, and they're <laughs> unwrapping it. So it, it was pretty funny. Oh so God. anyway, that's one of our traditions. Keep, keep them coming. What are okay, some other so my, my mom makes snowballs. You know, the little, some people call them Mexican wedding cookies. Oh, yes. yes. But my mom's are uh, homemade from scratch. They're buttery. There's always a ton of um, powdered sugar on them. So Christmas is not Christmas for me until my mom gives me an egg crate. It's all, They're always in an egg crate because it's a perfect oh, way fun. to protect them. Um, I don't, until I get my egg crate, which usually comes around mid-month, mid um, that's my favorite thing. The other thing we did, like when our, uh, when I was in Kansas city, the family started getting so big that it was costing me more to give gifts to all the nieces and nephews than my own kids. Yeah. So then we started doing the same thing as a white elephant, but we had a $25 gift or, uh, yeah, a $25 limit on it, but it needed to be the best thing you could find for $25. 
So yeah. opposite. And so that was good. So I would like all year, you're really hunting down for something because when yeah. we did the white elephant, you just walk around your house 10 minutes before the party and go, oh yeah, I forgot. Let me just grab this. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, another fun thing. Oh, another fun thing that we did um, a few years we started because the kids were at an age where they had some jobs, but um, you know, they couldn't really buy a whole bunch of things. And so, yeah. um, and I don't know about you, but we love stocking. Stockings were always growing up a, like the last Big. hurrah, you know, like after Big. you open all your gifts, you're like, Oh, and they're like, oh, but we have stockings. So I got tired of being the only one buying for, you know, everyone's stockings. And they were getting kind of beat up. Anyway, so we decided, okay, we're going to draw names. And you have that person and you fill that stocking. You buy their stocking and you fill it all up with things that remind you of that person. And so that turned into a lot of fun because then you didn't know who had you. So you had to guess who had you. And, of course... We ended up getting presents that didn't always fit inside the stocking, you know? So that was kind of like, who was going to have the best stocking? Who was going to, you know, have the best gift that wasn't, didn't fit inside it? And so I have to end on this. This was so cute. So this year, our Christmas looks extremely different. And there's only going to be four of us, you know, Dan and myself, of course, and then just two of our kids. So my youngest says, are we going to do the Christmas stocking exchange? And I'm like, well... I guess we could, it would just be the four of us. And he's like, okay, so if that's the case, mom, can you, can you rig it so that I have you and you have me <laughs> and, and, and dad, dad and Nathan have each other. Oh. That's so typical of the youngest too. It's like, uh, I want to like hit, hit bank. Yeah. What's in it for me? You do so much better. Now, is it my age or maybe where I grew up? But we did our stockings first, and my mom always had oranges in it. Yeah. Is that? I no idea what that is. You did not have that, Christette? Mm -mm. You did, Patty. Yeah. What does yeah. that mean? I, there is a there is a, something to it, but now I don't remember what it is. Yeah. You know, Patty? No, I just know my mom was from Tennessee, and I think that's just what they could afford. Oh. <laughs> apples and oranges and some nuts. Patty, you always make it sound like you grew up living on like a dirt floor in a tent in El Mirage, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's not the case. My my dad owned the cotton gin, so you're pretty close. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, so what thing. are some what are some of the things that you didn't like meet your expectations? What's what's with that? For Christmas, well, in yeah, in general, um, well, I can start <laughs> because we've kind of already had a Christmas, Thanksgiving, Christmas. So this year looked different, as I mentioned. Um, our Christmas will look different, but we, uh, my son, my oldest son, who lives in California, and his partner um, are coming here for thanks, came here for Thanksgiving, and will not be coming at Christmas. And my parents moved full-time back up to Coeur d'Alene, so we don't have them. And my mother-in-law, unfortunately, um, is in a home um, with dementia, and she's not able to, you know, come out right now. <laughs> so, it, so anyway, so we decided, I'm like, you know what, let's do Thanksgiving at 1 o'clock on Thursday, and then we will switch over to Christmas so we're going to do Christmas Friday morning, 
but I'll, you know, I'll um, change the house out. So half my house had Christmas already because I knew I couldn't do all of it. So the Christmas tree was up and then the other half was, you know, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, I'll just go and change it all over, you know, in the afternoon and decorate. That's funny, Christian. Yeah, that's awesome, Krista. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, you know, yeah. and, and I was into it. And I had this year, because I got made fun of last year, I did not pick the best pajamas last year. So we do have a tradition where, you know, we all wear the matching pajamas. And, you know, my husband loves to take pictures. And so, you know, it's always the three boys with their one gift, you know, in the morning, you know, with their matching pajamas, and then all of us in front of the tree. So I had my oldest son, who makes fun of us the most, um, pick out the pajamas. And so they turned out really cute. And so we gave them all, we put them all in their beds because everyone spent the night, you know, um, I have three boys and, and uh, so I'm the only girl. There's no, um, there's no wife, there's no girlfriends, there's no granddaughter, there's nobody <laughs> but me. <laughs> and so I uh, had lots of friends praying because they knew this might be a hard um, Thanksgiving Christmas for me. And, uh, and so and it was. <laughs> and so in a nutshell, I was trying to engage the kids into helping me at Thanksgiving and that didn't work. Um, so as the day continued, I was in myself and one of my triggers is uh, being lonely and not seen or heard. And so, and I know this and I have worked um you know, through it. And I knew people were praying for me, but yet it still, it still hit me to the core. And so by 10 o'clock that night, you know, I was getting ready for bed and my feelings were still very hurt. I'm like, nobody noticed that, you know, no one appreciated that I changed the whole house over, you know, yeah. it was Christmas and, you know, there were so many, and we were in a new house and, you know, I was like, could someone just say, you know, gosh, mom, it looks great. Or how can I help you, mom? Or just have some girl conversation. So, you know, as we were talking about the monsters earlier with our, you know, um, guests, uh, yeah, you know, um, jealousy definitely is, um, as my husband so blatantly pointed out to me, you know, sometimes you're just jealous that your girlfriends have, you know, daughter-in-laws and grandchildren. I'm like, it can be. I go, I'm not jealous in a mean way or an ugly way. Yeah. It's just, I um, am sad that that is not as chosen for me. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. it's, it's so, yeah. So I have to deal with the fact that these are real feelings. And unfortunately I did not communicate them very well. And the next morning when we were getting ready to do our Christmas, which was so darling, I really loved, you know, being able to do that. And um, I came out and the older boys went and got Starbucks and forgot about me and didn't ask if I wanted one, but everyone else had one. <laughs> so oh. that kind of like, Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So I had a little meltdown and <laughs> tears came out and you know, I'm like, nobody sees me. You don't know what it's like to be the only girl. I said, yeah. I just want you guys to be more involved and ask questions and mom, you know, you, you just need to ask more questions. I'm like, I ask questions and it goes on deaf ears, you know? And so what did I learn from all of it? Again, I cannot do this without the Lord. And I, I, I 
I was praying that whole time because I was very aware that I was not going to be able to get through it. And at one point, um, as I was just rehashing things, I'm like, Lord, where were you? And God had to remind me, I was right there. Yeah. I was right with you, Christette. You just, you're the one that pulled away and chose to, you know, um, allow those feelings to take control over you, you know, and I chose you to be these boys, mom, and I make no mistakes. Yeah. Uh, See the stupid tears, but anyways, I'm like, you're right. And that is like, that's something that gets me through. Yeah. You know what? I have been chosen for this family and I will do it well, you know? And so instead of beating myself up, which I would have totally done in the past, you know, I chose to like, nope, yep, did it did it go as well as I expected? It did not, but it went better than it could have, so yeah. much better. And look at, you know, we were able to have some tears, um, go to our separate rooms, and then come back together mm-hmm. and have a fun little Christmas gathering, our traditional Christmas breakfast, and they all did the dishes this time, and, you wow. know, and... They were very, you know, thankful and appreciative. And I still went and did a little bit of my own Black Friday shopping. And, you know, it, it, um, and it ended well. You know, there was some pain amongst it, but there was also some great conversation and some good memories. And so that's what I choose to dwell on and, and celebrate. That's awesome. Because I also think that we put our expectations or what we want to do. My love language is to make everything look, wow, I want to entertain you. I want to have everything ready and I want it to be fabulous, but I'm not going to lie. I want you to notice it too. That's not fair of me to put on them. That's, this is my love language. And so like, I know my mom's going to listen and I don't want this to hurt her feelings because she's amazing at everything. But when we go to her house, we kind of stopped wanting to go to her house because she spends the entire time in the kitchen. Yeah. That's her love language is feeding us and giving us all this food. And I could give a crap about that, that I'm not a foodie. That's not my thing. I'm there to spend time with my mom, um, outside with a glass of wine and just laughing or whatever. And maybe a plate of, um, you know, cheese whiz and a couple crackers and I'm fine. Yeah. But isn't it interesting? But when you come to my house, then I have to do the same thing she's doing. Yeah. So it is interesting to me, though, that we we really do put so many expectations on other people when that's not fair. Yeah. No. Well, and and I think that that's the key. We put those expectations and we put those expectations on ourselves. I know my my hubby and I, we just had this conversation over Thanksgiving because we, you know, we had everybody around. And I am like you, Debbie, where after we get done eating, I like to sit there and just enjoy the conversation. I love you know hearing my kids' stories. I don't want to be my mom and just jump up and start. Dishes. But, but he does. He yeah. gets up and he starts doing the dishes and he, uh, he's one of those guys that just tons of energy. As a matter of fact, my brother said one time, being around Kevin is exhausting because he just gets so much done and he goes, you feel so lazy. He's, he's just that guy where he's got a lot of energy and he does the dishes. And before you know it, everything's put away, yeah. table countertops are clean. And 
we went to bed that night and I said, we need to come up with some rules here because you, you end up doing everything and I just get to, you know, sit back with my feet up on the counter. And that I think is because I don't want him going, wow, you know, you have your family over and I'm just, you know, Cinderella doing yeah. everything here. So it's having those conversations. And like you said, Christette, being able to, I mean, it got to the point where you had to shed the tears to, to wake him up. But I think letting him know uh, is so important, especially for your temperament, because you're that chai and it's like, I want everything to be peaceful. I want everything to, to be amazing. And I think it's okay to go, these are my expectations. I would like for you guys to do the dishes. And if, if possible, can we do it before six o'clock tonight? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Not telling Make people what to do, but sure. yeah, it's like, let, let's talk about this. Uh, cause it, it, it just lowers that where those expectations, because I have the personality where I'm like, everybody tell me how fabulous I am. Like everybody look at the tree yeah. and tell mom what a great job she did. And by the way, you know, the stuffing was amazing too, right? Straight from the box. And I picked it up at, you know, the honey bake ham. Like, <laughs> I want to be appreciated, but yeah. that's my temperament, that driver mode where I, I, that way I know, all right, I put my expectations on the table and we, we, we do that. And Debbie, you, you said it all. It's like, but these are my expectations. Yeah. yeah. yeah because I was like so that. excited. I did a video with my mom. We made uh, cinnamon, hot cinnamon apples um, that I loved for Thanksgiving. Did you try them? No, no. I, of course I wouldn't make them. I loved your video. <laughs> oh, crap. I thought you tried them because here's what happened. I bought all these apples. I bought all the cinnamon. I have everything ready. I'm at my son's gorgeous home and I'm stirring my, my cinnamon apples and I'm getting everybody to gather around and smell it. And, uh, we put all the food out and not one person took a cinnamon apple and I had like a bowl, big bowl of them. And so everybody <laughs> sat down. I look around at everybody's plate and I stood up and I said, <laughs> Shame on every one of you. Shame on you. And there was people there that aren't my family, too. And so uh, they were all like, ooh. And I said, no, one of you took a cinnamon apple. And I spent so much time making them. You have to at least try them. And both of my kids were like, meh, we're good. <laughs> so I was, like, all hurt. And then my daughter-in-law's precious mother said, I would love a plate of apples. And she sat and ate the whole thing, and I wouldn't let anybody have it. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Uh -uh. Too late. So isn't it funny, though? I was like, that was my Thanksgiving. I This is what I'm giving to my family is this big yeah. gift. My family could have cared less. Right. So. That is such a good point, though. And once again, we have the same temperament. So we're like, uh, hello, shame on you, big yeah. mistake. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I think different than Christette, you and I will ask for it. We will make sure we get it. I will. Yeah. I'll ask for it. I'll, I'll, but Christette, your personality is um, much different that you would not say to your boys, doesn't my tree look amazing? I know because my husband does that and it drives me crazy because he's always fishing for compliments and it ruins the fun to be able to give him a compliment because it's like, Oh my gosh, you know, yeah. let, give me a moment so I can, you know, think about doing that nicely for you. But when you ask for it all the time, it's just yeah. not yeah. fun to give. Yeah. yeah. And Great. that's, 
that that's why Debbie and I drive your temperament crazy because just like Dan, you know, we we are and it it's over communicating. And I, I just want to talk about that. Like as we're ending our, our 2020, um, you know, recently I, I took my teenager, my daughter to quit, quit clapping, Debbie, it's not over yet. 2020 is still oh, here. That's right. So yeah. I took Paris to the ocean and um, I was very much aware of, of my age when we went there because the, the waves, I mean, they were just crashing and every time you know yeah you jump up you know every time the wave it's like I would jump up in the wave and apparently I can't jump as high as I used to because it would just like come crashing on top of me and I was trying to surf and my my surfboard was just I was getting tangled up into it I think I probably pulled a rotator cuff and all kinds of stuff and I was going to bed that night just exhausted and I thought this is 2020 like every time you think you're getting up out of the water and you're taking a breath and things are looking good. You just like, boom, it's just bashing, you know, these <laughs> waves just keep hitting us and just keep hitting us. And I, it just, it made me think of, I used to teach my, my kids, you know, the woman that was bleeding for 13 years, it's like, she had so much faith that she, she was literally just reaching out just to even touch his garment, just touch it. And as these waves are, are crashing through, it's like, I, I'm not even attempting to touch it anymore. I'm just like, okay, wave hit me. And it, it reminds me of the guy that was, I can never say it, Bethesda, Bethesda, Bethesda at the pool. And he's over here just like wallowing in his, I, that's the way I picture him, is just wallowing in his misery. And how Jesus approaches him and says, do you want to be healed? And I think as we're coming in at the end here of 2020, where do we want to be healed? Do we want to sit here and, and like Krista, you did by, by sharing with them instead of wallowing in it and, and just making yourself miserable. It's like, no, I'm going, I'm going to let them know. So at what point of the end here that we need to maybe confront people and let them know, like, you know what? I want to be healed. I want to quit this negative narrative. And, and Jesus is going, get your mat and come on. Like, yeah. let's go. We can't do anything. <laughs> we also need to make it really, really fun for our family this year because this is 2020. Hold on. Let me get my, let me get my hat on. Yeah. For those uh, of you who, who are listening and you can't see, uh, Debbie has now uh, Rudolph nose and big old antlers that are inflatable. And she's okay. going to go out with a bang here. This is 2020. And a lot of people don't have their huge family with them this year. So hold on, I can't see over my nose. Does this <laughs> nose make my butt look big? Um, so this year, we're going to do something different. You do something different with your little family. Honor your family, treasure your family. Wear the blow-up reindeer antlers. Just do it. Eat the nasty fruitcake. Maybe make it a contest. Maybe do a, a tasting contest. Um, don't worry about your runny nose. Go outside and play with your kids in the snow if it's snowing where you're at. And... Um, Remember, your family will remember how they felt, not what you did. So I think this is the year we make our family our priority and not worry about whether we got all the compliments we need on our tree. Absolutely. And also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We just want to thank, it's an honor that you guys take the time to listen to the show. And we so appreciate you. And also, feel free to 
message us and let us know what else you want to hear about, what else we can do to help you out, especially during these holidays. So thank, thank you again. There's some really weird sounds coming out of the microphone right now, and I hope that's not you, Debbie. <laughs> Best tips for life. Find us on Facebook at Girlfriend It. Hit subscribe to iTunes or toginet.com.